This year, I am focused on saving and investing, but I still want to do things like travel. NerdWallet lets you compare top travel credit cards side-by-side to maximize your spending, some even offering 10 times points on your spending, which means you could end up with a free flight or maybe a better hotel room. So what could future you do with smarter financial decisions? Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. We're so excited to introduce you to Great Jones. Great Jones makes high-quality, thoughtfully designed cookware that's so stunning, you won't want to put it away. They have everything from Dutch ovens to ceramic dishes to non-stick sheet pans. They've got everything you want. I have the Saucy, which is a terrific saucepan. It has curved sides. It has a pouring spout. It has a lid. And it looks so elegant. It's really a pleasure just to look at it on the counter, even before we're using it. Yes, I love all the colors. Yeah. They make stunning gifts that are actually useful. Weddings, housewarming parties, birthdays. It's the perfect gift for the foodie in your life. So upgrade your kitchen and replace those old rusted hand-me-downs with bold, beautiful, long-lasting pieces from Great Jones. Get started today at greatjones.com and get an extra 15% off your first order with promo code HAPPIER. That's greatjones.com, promo code HAPPIER. Hello, we're here for More Happier, a podcast where we get more happier. Hey, Elizabeth. Hi, Grudge. Today, we'll talk about how Elizabeth's novel writing is going now that the WGA strike is over, and we'll discuss a listener's terrific example of a useful accountability approach for obligers and all of us. But first, something making us more happier. Elizabeth, what is making you more happier? All right, Gretchen, what is making me more happier is watching Jack, my 13-year-old son, at his cross-country meets. So Jack is doing cross country and in it, you run two miles. That's what it is in middle school. Uh, And it's a very short season. So they have meets every week and Adam uh, and I have gone to all the meets so far. And I mean, it is just fun to watch and cheer. And I'm so impressed with these kids because in LA, it'll be about 90 degrees sun beating down. These courses have a lot of hills And they're very gravelly, kind of slippery. It's not easy. And I'm just amazed at how they just run two miles in this. Well, it's like a lot of tenacity. Yes. It inspires me, actually. I think about, you know, when I don't feel like doing something and I think, well, geez, if Jack can like drag himself through those two miles, I can certainly sit down and write this paragraph. So Right. You know, after a work day of school too. I mean Yeah, I mean it's it's a lot. Gretch, you and I are not in school, sports was not our thing. Oh. And so it's amazing to me watching kids do this. All the kids are just so fun to watch. And Adam is very intense about running around so that we can be at a different part of the course Uh when they come. So it's actually a workout for us as well (laughs) because we'll be sprinting over to like be there to cheer at the next bend or whatever. So it's a whole immersive experience. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah, Yeah, it is fun. 
How about you? What's making you more happier? Well, I went to a wedding of an old friend. This is a friend that I made in eighth grade, and there were other Kansas City people there. It's fun because this friend is part of my New York life, but she also obviously is part of Kansas City. And you know who was there was a friend of mine who is my longest continuous non-family relationship. This is a good this wow. is a good question for us all to ask ourselves. Yeah. Who is the person in your life who you have just always stayed in touch with the longest? So we went to kindergarten together. So it just it reminded me of how much I love old friends and how yes. how there's nothing like old friends. And I was thinking about that. And then I was thinking, here's another example of old friends in my life. So and I'm old friends with Kim Scott, and we're doing a LinkedIn live conversation together because she wrote Radical Candor and Just Work. And so sometimes now we work together. We met because we worked together at the FCC, and now we're we work together. And it's just fun for me because I'm like, here's somebody that I've known forever, it feels like now. And she's still part of my life, still part of my work life, just like my other friend was part of my Kansas City life and my New York City life. It's just it's a good feeling. It is a good feeling. And you know me, I'm always worried that I don't remember my past. So having continuous mm. relationships, I think is particularly meaningful to me because that helps me feel like all parts of my life are connected to each other. Yeah, Rich, I don't know if I've mentioned on the podcast, but I found as much as I still love making new friends, and I do, the older I get, the more I value my old friends and the more I want to see them and spend time with them. And the more, I don't know if I would call it comfort, but just like the more I'm just craving their company. Yeah, well, it's like that song, make new yes. friends, but keep the old. One is silver and the other is gold. That's right. Yeah. No, it's so fun. Yeah. yeah. So that's great. Well, if anybody wants to listen in on the conversation with Kim Scott, we're going to be talking about workplace dynamics using the four tendencies and radical candor. Search at Gretchen Rubin on LinkedIn, or I'll put a link in the show notes. I'm really looking forward to that conversation. Yes. Now, Gretch, before um, we get to the break, I have a challenge for us, something for us to do for the next episode. Oh, okay. All right. I think we should both try a pumpkin latte. Ooh, pumpkin spice. Pumpkin spice latte. So, you know, it's that time of year when everybody's talking about pumpkin spice lattes. Yeah. I have to tell you, it has zero appeal to me. There's nothing yeah. to me that sounds less tempting than a pumpkin spice latte. I'm I don't know how you feel about it. Well, here's the thing. Like I love anything pumpkin, but I don't really eat sugar. So yes. I wouldn't have it because of that. But Elizabeth, how bonkers is it that neither one of us has ever had it? I feel like it's this it's like never having had peppermint or something. Like how have we missed out on this taste well, sensation? Exactly. It's the biggest thing. And I feel it's our <laughs> duty, especially with your whole five senses thing, yes. that we have no, to try true. it and report back and see yes. what we think. And Gretchen, I am reminded of avocado toast and the phenomenon of avocado oh, toast, because yes. I will tell you that all anyone talked about for years was avocado toast, and I just did not get it. And finally, I said, let me try this avocado <laughs> toast that the millennials are having for brunch every Saturday and Sunday. And then I tried it, and I was an immediate and passionate convert. And I will tell you, of the time, if there's avocado toast on a menu, that's what I'm ordering. You also know I make very few things in the kitchen. One of the things I make now is avocado toast. I love avocado toast. So it is possible that I will emerge from this 
feeling equally passionate about a pumpkin spice latte. So, well, here's the question. I'm Do you intrigued. want to unleash that? Do you want well, to become someone who is who is like standing in line for 20 minutes to well, get your pumpkin true. spice latte fixed the first day it emerges that on the That is scene? a risk, but it's a risk that I'm going to take on because I want to know how we feel about this. And I'll never try one if I don't have a mission. Right. I need right. A okay. reason. I think it's the obliger okay. in me. I need accountability. Okay. Well, I so I am curious. It. I was really surprised to realize that I had never tried it. You just feel like you have tried yeah. it. Yeah. How could you not have tried yeah. it? And yet, okay, good. Okay, that is a challenge. That is a fun challenge. I think I yes. will be. I am very curious. Okay. Yes. All right. So next, Pumpkin more spice happier, latte. you'll be hearing our thoughts on that. Okay, but you know what? This is just further indication of how our most neglected senses taste, right? Because oh, that's the kind point. of thing that if you neglect the sense of taste, you're like, why would I bother to stand in line for a pumpkin spice latte? Where somebody, where if it's one of their most appreciated senses, they probably tried it as soon as it became the rage because mm, they're they curious, they're yes. interested, they want to talk about it, they're engaging with other people, they're having adventures, they're looking forward to it as a seasonal treat. I mean, yeah. it's just a good example of, you know. So that's why it's the low-hanging fruit. We're going to try that pumpkin latte. The low-hanging pumpkin. Here we come. Okay. Yes, yes. All right, coming up, there's something you've been meaning to ask me, but first this break. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and free. And, you know, Elizabeth, I now work with a team and hiring the right people is so important. It's maybe the most important thing. And LinkedIn makes the process of identifying and hiring people easy and intuitive. I know that when I've been hiring for my team, it's hard to find quality candidates to interview. And LinkedIn isn't just a job board. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash Gretchen. That's linkedin.com slash Gretchen to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, listen, here's a question I've been meaning to ask you. The WGA strike is over, which is fantastic, yes. and you're getting back into gear and been very interested in Happier in Hollywood to hear you and Sarah talking about re-engaging because that's got to be hard. But you guys were working so hard on that novel, which just selfishly I am dying to read because <laughs> I kind of know what it's about and I cannot wait to read it. It's a very different kind of thing for the two of you to be working on. So how are you, how is it going? I mean, and how are you thinking about how to keep it going when everything else is hitting all at one time? Like, it seems hard. How, how yes. is that going? Yes, Gretchen, that is kind of the struggle and dilemma on our plate at the moment. Yeah. So we're about halfway through our first draft. So Which is we've huge. done a lot, but we have a lot more work to do. And then, of course, all the rewriting, but rewriting yeah. always feels easier than writing. So much easier. So, yes, of course, now we wish we'd gotten further. 
And we've had these conversations like we cannot let this go. We can't just let it slide away in favor of doing these other projects, even though, of course, we want to do these other projects because TV writing is our number one form of income. So we did, after the strike ended, we met, we um, figured out the next several scenes in the book, divided Mm -hmm. them up. So we each have our marching orders about what we need to write. But I will say that was like over a week ago and neither of us has written any of it because we have been doing all this other stuff. We did a rewrite on a script. We um, are rewriting a pitch. You know, we've had meetings. So we are struggling with how to write our pages and work on our TV stuff at the same time. Here's what I will say in our defense. There's things like that were just sort of pressing because they were exactly what we were doing when the strike started. And those, you know, I think once those are done, Mm. then it'll feel more like we can think about something else. Right. But it's You're sort of catching up. We're kind of catching up. But, I mean, what do you think? What should we do? Because it is, I don't want to let it slip away. Well, since you're both obligers, I think you need a deadline. And you need to have some kind of external... I don't know if there's somebody who's waiting for you to turn something in or you sort of are like, we're going to be at this point or else we're going to somehow have some kind of consequence for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Not that you would even need it, but just so that the, there is a deadline and it feels yeah. like a real deadline. But I mean, it's it's a problem because I mean, people talk about this, the urgent versus the important, where there's things that are like short-term tasks and so they always feel more urgent. But then how do you make room for the important things that maybe aren't urgent but are still of real consequence in your life. And and this is like that because those things are part of the machinery of your everyday life. And this thing is sort of outside that machinery. So it would be easy for it to get left out. Yeah, well, and it's that thing. It may be the case that the absolute best thing we could do for our career is work on the novel. Yes. We don't yes. know that, but yes. we know for sure that these other things are things that we've done yes. successfully yes. in the past and, yes. and pay off for us. Yes. So that is the challenge. And I, I'm really glad we have Happier in Hollywood where we talk about it because I do think that that will keep us honest about it. Well, maybe you should commit either in Happier in Hollywood or and or in the Happier in Hollywood Facebook group. Just saying like, yes. hey, everyone, we're throwing this out there. But here's another thing, Elizabeth, and I know you know this from Creative Projects, which is if you drift too far away from them, they can kind of go stale. And then there's like this, this ignition energy that you need to re-engage, and that can make it a lot harder. So you don't want to let too much time go away, even if you're just reading it for five minutes a day, just to stay inside of it and help it keep fresh in your mind, because there's nothing... Sometimes people mindfully put things to the side to kind of get some distance from it, and then you see things differently when you come back. But I think that's very different from just not working on something because you're 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 just not working on it. Yeah. It feels like it takes so much energy to get back into it that that itself becomes a stumbling block. Yes, which we had to do with these other projects. Yeah, well, because I we've bet. been away for yes. over five months, so yeah. we had to do that whole process yes. of 
Yes. What is this? Let us right. remember. So we've right. been through that recently. Right. right. So yeah. All right. Well, I think using our podcast and the podcast group as accountability, I think that yeah. is a good idea. And I'm going to talk to Sarah about that that's, later today. Yeah. But it also occurs to me that another thing that's tricky about this is the TV writing is a very familiar challenge. It's very mm. challenging, but it's a challenge that you have met many times. This is a newer kind of challenge. And sometimes that's energizing and exciting and you have the atmosphere of growth, but it can also feel more frustrating. Things feel slower. Maybe there are more dead ends or it just, it can sometimes, sometimes it's more tempting to work on something novel and sometimes it's less tempting to work on something novel. So that it's a novel novel. (laughs) So that just may be another factor that's at play here. That is good to keep in mind. Yes. We want to live in an atmosphere of growth. And for us, that means finishing this novel, whatever happens with it. Yeah. 50%. It's too much to let it go. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Which is great. All right, Gretch. What is this week's spotlight on a tool? Okay. Now, this is just blatant self-promotion. I am so excited. Okay, so in Life in Five Senses, my book, I talked about creating the Muse machine, and I was I was inspired by our father's Rolodex. He had one of these old-timey Rolodexes with the cards with everybody's contact information typed on, and then with his handwritten notes on it, and I just was, I loved this thing. And I also had all these indirect directions that I'd collected over the years for creativity prompts. So inspired by an ink stand in the Met, I thought, okay, I'm going to make a Rolodex of ideas with all these indirect directions for creativity. And then I had this brilliant idea that I would call it the Muse Machine. So this is a Muse Machine. So now I have a Muse Machine that you can pre-order. It is not in Rolodex form Mm -hmm. because that just turns out to be very unwieldy for anybody. (laughs) But it's a deck of cards. It has these 150 indirect directions. They're kind of mysterious and interesting. And they're meant, like, if you're stuck, like, say, Elizabeth, you're stuck on your novel and you don't, you kind of have run out of ideas. You pull a card and then you just let your mind ruminate over it. So with me, I couldn't think of a name for this thing. I was calling it indirect directions, which I thought was really boring. So I actually pulled a card. The card I pulled was find a fresh metaphor. And I pondered that for a while. And then when I was in the Met one day, I saw this ink stand with Apollo and Muses. And I was like, that's what I need. I need a Muse machine. And then it Mm. came to me. Ah, ta-da. But I don't know that I would have thought about it as finding a fresh metaphor if I hadn't pulled that card. I love that. Yeah. So I think pulling a card, you sort of feel like it's fate, but you Mm. also feel like you're in charge. It's like rolling dice. Like that kind of thing is very satisfying. Well, and Gretch, what I love is like, even if you don't think of yourself as creative, you're not a professional writer, say, we all use creativity. You know, if you're finishing your thesis, if you're marketing a product, if you're even just writing the family newsletter or you have to give a toast, sometimes making a photo album, posting on social media. Yeah, I mean, all those things. We all are using creativity in our daily lives. And the card deck really helps ignite the imagination. It's just fun. It's fun. I don't know. I love it. It's whimsical and fun. (laughs) Well, and sometimes you just need, I, I mean, I, do, I collected these because I have found that over the years, like I would be thinking about something or I would be stuck and then something would just cross my path. Somebody would make a comment or I would think of something that somebody had said to me in the past or I would come across a passage in something I was reading. There's that old saying, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. Mm. And I think part of it is 
but the teacher has to say something for you to get the lesson. So I collected these things and now, but I, but I was always like, okay, th- these are just in my computer. I'm going to forget them. I, I have so many documents. I have so many collections of stuff just everywhere. I'll, I will find a 400 page document that I forgot I kept. Anyway, it, it's alarming. I need to deal with that. Maybe that'll be on my 24 for 24. Like just go through all my documents and see what I have. Speaking of fresh metaphor, your computer is like a, a scientist lab that you walk yes. in with like a million different inventions yes. and yes. in like different phases. It's yes. like, that's how your computer yes. is. Yes, yes, with all the puddles on the floor yes. and yeah, the Bunsen burners like exploding. Yes. And so anyway, so now this is externalized. It's something that you can touch and see, you know, so it's using the five senses. Anyway, it's so satisfying in every way to me. You can check it out, happiercast.com slash store. It's only available for pre-order now, but if you pre-order it, you can get 10% off using the code MUSE10, that's just one zero at checkout, and it will ship in early November. So if you're thinking that you would get this for like a holiday gift, you would get it in time. So anyway, it's happiercast.com slash store. And if you're just curious what it looks like, you can look up pictures there. And I worked with all these brilliant people to create it. I just, I had the most fun doing it, so. That's what it is. A muse machine. Muse machine. What it. a great name, right? I mean, great when I thought name. of that, I I like stopped in my tracks. Then you knew you had to make it manifest <laughs> yeah. because you had a great name. Yes. Yes, you, Elizabeth, you're the manifester. Yes. Maybe I'm catching your manifesting power. Coming up, we're going to talk about happier in action, but first this break. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe without spending a fortune, and luckily I found Quince. Elizabeth, I got the Flow Knit Wide Leg Pant. It's very light. It's perfect for the summer. It packs very easily. I recently went on a trip with my family, and I took it with me, and they were just the thing to wear on a really hot day where I wanted to be covered up, but I wanted something that looked great and also was very comfortable. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash Gretchen for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Gretchen to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash Gretchen. This message is sponsored by Greenlight. As your kids get older, some things about parenting get easier. They can dress themselves. They can clean up after themselves, allegedly. Other things don't, like having conversations about money. The fact is, kids won't really know how to manage their money unless they're actually in charge of it. That's where Greenlight can help. Greenlight is a debit card and money app made for families. Parents can send money to their kids and keep an eye on their kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens build money confidence and lifelong financial literacy skills. Yeah, Jack has green light. And one thing I love is that it includes a chores feature where you can set up one time or recurring chores and reward kids with allowance for a job well done. 
Gretchen, we used to mow the lawn. How much more motivated would we have been if we'd had funds deposited when we completed the hut chore? Mm -hmm. Sign up for Greenlight today and get your first month free when you go to greenlight.com slash happier. That's greenlight.com slash happier to try Greenlight for free. Greenlight.com slash happier. Okay, this is the segment Happier in Action, where we read an email from a listener about an idea we've discussed, like a great idea that someone sent us. Yes, this comes from Marianne. She said, I'm a band director and very much an obliger. I have a hard time asking for help with different aspects of my job because I don't want to put burdens on other people. I don't know if my principal knows about your framework, but he had a meeting with me yesterday to tell me to be more aggressive about advocating for my needs for my band students. He then told me it was my job to speak with the superintendent about our facilities and he'd check back in with me. Guess who has a meeting with the superintendent today? I can't help but think, quote, you can count on me and I'm counting on you to count on me. And Gretchen, that's the phrase that you have attached to obligers. That's the motto for obligers. Yeah. Well, this is great. So if the superintendent doesn't know it, the superintendent has clearly intuited it. Because look at this. Your job is to speak up for your students, and I'm going to check in with you. So that's two forms of accountability, which is your students are relying on you, and I'm going to check in with you, which, Elizabeth, it's like the deadline that we were talking about. That's often very useful for obligers. So this is a great example of how sometimes the way you communicate with someone can unlock something that has been very difficult just by reframing it. Yes. I hope that Marianne reports back on how her meeting with the superintendent went because... Yeah. Instead of saying, like, I need help with my job, it's like, I need to advocate for my students. And it's funny because I'm often asked about the four tendencies and students and school and how to help students navigate school. But this is interesting because it's from the teacher side or the administrative side. How do you do it? So that's always interesting. But I really feel like there's so many imaginative really practical ways to create outer accountability for obligers, but sometimes it's hard to think of them. And so I really appreciate it when listeners or readers send suggestions because you want to have as big a menu as possible because different situations lend themselves to different kinds of accountability. You can't necessarily plug in the same kinds to every context and they don't all work for people. So I, I love getting a great new addition to my collection. Yes. And if you don't know what we're talking about, <laughs> which <laughs> upholders, questioners, obligers, and rebels, take the quiz, GretchenRubin.com slash quiz, and you will find out what you are. And if you are an obliger, you will need outer accountability. That's one of the big takeaways from the Four Tendencies quiz. And Gretch, what is our quotation this week? Oh, this is a quotation that comes from my long preoccupation with color. Remember that? Oh, Speaking yeah. of documents that I have kicking around in my files. Henri Matisse said this with Pierre Courtillon in Chatting with Matisse, the lost 1941 interview. Matisse said, from the moment I held the box of colors in my hands, I knew this was my life. I threw myself into it like a beast that plunges towards the thing it loves. So, Elizabeth, are you feeling more happier? Yes, I am feeling more happier. Thank you to Chuck. 
Get in touch. Gretchen's on Instagram and threads and TikTok at Gretchen Rubin. And I'm at Liz Craft. Our email address is podcast at GretchenRubin.com. And for everything related to this episode, links, photos, and more, go to happiercast.com. Bye, Gretch. Bye, Elizabeth. The best time to start a happiness project is 20 years ago. The second best time is now. So, Elizabeth, do you feel like 50% was sort of an important milestone? Like, that's officially enough that you sort of can't responsibly and professionally let it go? Yes. I, I'm really glad we got to that mark because I I do feel like it's enough that we will finish. We will it not. It feels like a psychological milestone yes. where it's not just an experiment. It's something that is yes. officially on your plate. Yes, but I will feel better when we have 100% of a first draft and then we are in the rewriting process. (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. From the Onward Project. Homes.com knows that when it comes to home shopping, it's never just about the house or condo. It's about the home. And what makes a home is more than just the house or property. It's the location and neighborhood. If you have kids, it's also schools, nearby parks, and transportation options. That's why Homes.com goes above and beyond to bring home shoppers the in-depth information they need to find the right home. And when I say in-depth, I'm talking deep. Each listing features comprehensive information about the neighborhood, complete with a video guide. They also have details about local schools with test scores, state rankings, and student-to-teacher ratio. They even have an agent directory with the sales history of each agent. So when it comes to finding a home, not just a house, this is everything you need to know all in one place. Homes.com. We've done your homework.